Hi, welcome back to the Gopher Guys. This is James DePoint. I'm joined with my good buddy here, Pete Carlson. The show is brought to you by Rock Solid Financials. Reach out to them within your tax, accounting, or bookkeeping needs. You can also reach out to them on the World Wide Web at rocksolidfinancials.com. All right, Pete, we're not here to talk about tax, nor accounting, nor bookkeeping. Okay, we're here to talk about our mighty Gopher football team. I don't know if you, you've seen it, but we're actually 8-0. Do you, do you, I've heard. Have you heard? I've heard, yes. You heard the buzz? Yes. We are 8 and 0. I mean, people are stopping me in the grocery store, you know, saying, <laughs> are you rowing the boat? Are you in the boat with me? My kids are going around spreading the word. They don't even know who the Gopher football team is, but yep. they're rowing the boat. They know there's a big game Saturday. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it. Yes. Including yep. us. Yes. We were at the orthodontist last week, no joke, and she knew nothing about football. She knew nothing mm-hmm. about Gophers, but she did know that the Gophers are undefeated, and she did mention yeah. rowing of a boat, and she wanted me to explain what that all meant. So I was happy to like, tell her. It's almost like what PJ Flex's been doing for three years is working. Yes. And uh, a little success uh, brings a lot of people on board. On the boat, so to speak, and excited for Saturday. For yes, sure. absolutely. Uh, let's jump into it. A lot of content to cover today, uh, so we'll we'll take you through it. Thanks for listening. Uh, number five, Penn State, uh, fifth-ranked team in the nation, taking on our mighty, mighty Gophers at number 13, uh, which is awesome. Two undefeated, 8-0 versus 8-0. It's the battle for the mighty victory bell. The mighty, mighty victory, but we've kind of somewhat <laughs> forgot that there's this yeah. is a trophy game. I realize there's a million trophy games. Um, is that is there any weight? Like, does that does that enter the brain of any Gopher or Penn State I, I football player or the, any fan? I think it's behind the axe and the pig, but uh, and, not, and, I, and the jug. Oh, and the jug. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Don't forget the four, jug. I think, I think it's in the fourth slot. I think it's above that broken chair broken chair in Nebraska. Deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I think it's uh, behind the big three for okay. sure, and uh, so I'm glad you bring it up. That's a good historical trophy, but it's not talked about enough. Okay, uh, little background for it. So Penn State they came into the Big Ten in 1993. So obviously they, if you look at a map, everything's Midwest, and all of a sudden we decided to make the 11th team Penn State for whatever reason. Who knows? Uh, in '93, so show me the money. It, well, it's probably that. Okay, uh, so all time series with them nine and five. So Penn State. Penn State leads the series nine and five, so there's not a great historical record, which is uh, probably why the victory bell doesn't hold much historical meaning to probably mm-hmm. either side. Uh, biggest one that comes to mind is I, I hope if you've been a Gopher fan long enough, you know the 1999 victory in big upset over number two Penn State. That was under the Mason era. That was the classic. Do you remember seeing seeing that game? I, yeah, I didn't. Uh, when Russell you were a young break, buck. Yeah, didn't Russell break through the right no, side? No, that's, that's, uh, no, 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 that's Michigan. That's Michigan. That's oh, 2005 bad, Michigan yeah, when we also had the game-winning field goal to get the jug. That was Ron Johnson had the big catch. Ah, Ron jo- and I hope Ron Johnson's listening. He's a he's a big-time gopher fan. He had the big catch uh, to set up Dan Nystrom's game-winning field goal uh, mm-hmm. to win 24-23 over Mr. Joe Paterno to break his 95-year-old heart um, then. So that was great. Awesome. Um, Moving on, though, um, looking at Penn State, fast-forwarding through kind of who who they are, what they're about, how good are they, um, we we can go right into that. Who they play, um, they're 8-0, obviously. Not as you look down and break through the schedule. Have you looked through who they've they've beat, not beat yet? 
Yeah, you know what they? No, I mean I, I watched a little bit of that Michigan game. That's the main one that was their closest game. But yep. I mean, how how good do you think this team is? They're eight and all, rank yep. five. What do you think? Yep. So they had a couple cupcakes at the beginning. Uh, so nothing really to take from that a Idaho team. They beat seventy nine to seven. So not much to grab there. But um, overall, it doesn't totally scare me when you look at who they've beat in the scores. So you know, seventeen to zero to Pittsburgh, which is you know. Uh, not a great team. 59 donut to Maryland, which obviously we know who Maryland is. So uh, that's going to happen. 35-7 to a Purdue team. Uh, 17-12 to Iowa. Okay, so they're right in there with Iowa. It's not like they blew them out where they're overwhelming. 28-21 to Michigan. And so we've seen the good of Michigan. We've seen the bad of Michigan. It's hard to fully know there. And then 28-7 against Michigan State. So when I look at that, I don't see like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, they're, uh, you know, they're Alabama, right? Yeah. I, I don't yep. think they're they're at that level, but I'm not saying that they're the don't have the speed to be that top five team. So, yep. um, but nothing nothing on paper with that with who they played is scare scares me per se. But what are your thoughts just just looking at it? Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to learn a lot on Saturday. I mean, Penn State has obviously got a little more more uh, notoriety than the Gophers, and they're you're right. You look at their schedule; they really haven't played anybody too big. Um, so you know, this will be a big test kind of up, upcoming here this weekend. I mean, the Michigan game was the closest one. I mean, they, Michigan had an opportunity to win it, um, but they Penn State pulled it out. So they're well coached with Franklin, I think, and they and um, you know. It's going to be an interesting game uh, coming up uh, Saturday for sure. Yep. Looking at them, how, how we match up, you know, the, the two stats that stick out to me of how do we match up on them is is going to be found out real quick. So they're second in the country in run defense, so they only give up 68.4 yards per game, uh, but they're 49th in pass defense, so 211.6 yards per game. So you look at that and you say, all right, well, they're awesome at run defense, but we need to be awesome at our run offense, right? So yeah. it's just the battle yeah. of wills, right? So it's yeah. not like we can say, all right, well, I guess we can't run the ball. No, no, no. We need to be able to still run the ball, yeah. you know? So we we need to be able to still run it. But I think we're, there's going to be plenty of opportunities in the passing game for Tanner to go wild. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Bateman goes wild. I'm mm-hmm. hoping Johnson goes wild. I hope they keep forgetting about Ottman Bell and he can go wild with it. Uh but we will see. We we have to be able to still run the ball. If we can't run the ball, and they were in third and long on you know every series, mm-hmm. now now we're in trouble. But yeah, will, time time will tell. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in uh, on the Minnesota side, you know, just kind of thinking about you know where Minnesota's at at eight and zero as well, and and how how our our team got there, and how good are we? That's what yep. we're being we're yep. being questioned all the time in the media. Yeah, uh, I think the college football playoff rankings have us at seventeen. Yeah, right. Because yeah, uh, uh, you know, everyone likes to say we haven't played anybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, yep. no. I, when we're good, it's we haven't played anybody. When we're bad, we're just bad. You know, yes. that's the life of a Gopher fan. But so, it, how, how good it, do you actually think I, we are? You know, we're eight so, and known, but you know, yeah. everyone says we haven't played anyone. So it's in, the, in it's true to a certain extent. I mean, the non conference schedule I think has some decent, um, you know, decent opponents for you know the. Uh, in terms of successful programs, not big programs, obviously. But you, we started off with South Dakota State and just kind of – we were rough the first few, three games. We won South Dakota State at home 28-21. That was never – for certain, you know, they're obviously – they're a good program, you yep. know, um, but FCS school. Yes. So um, – but, you know, that's a that's a tough one uh, coming around of the shoot. Uh, but they found a way to win. And there's a trend in the first few games. And they went to Fresno State up till 1 in the morning that night, double yep. overtime. Yep. 
Talk about big plays. Took a four, fourth and whatever. Yeah, I'm sure the, you're mentioning. Morgan, the crab in that corner of that end zone. Uh, Antoine Winfield sealing it for the second year role against Fresno State yep. in the double overtime. Yep. 38-35 victory against a decent Fresno State team. Yep. Never easy the win over there. Um, so there it goes. Tanner Mar- uh, Morgan has his clutch gene right there, right? Yep. And they make yep. it happen. And then Georgia Southern at home, which was also adventurous. Yep. Um, 35-32. We won that one. Morgan and the Gophers were faced with a third and 29. Yep. Two catches by Demetrius Douglas. Went down, game-winning drive. I mean... The first three games were rough. They were, undis- they were undisciplined. They weren't running the ball well. No. Nope. Um, so, yeah, we didn't play. We played okay teams, and we didn't play well. But the encouraging thing is getting the Big Ten season, you got Purdue. They won 38-31. That one was looking really in the clear. And then we had that onside kick debacle off Seth yep. Green's mask. So, I mean, that one looked a little closer. Yep. But then you got Illinois 40-17, Nebraska 34-7. Um Rutgers 42-7, and Maryland 52-10. So I think how we got here is, yeah, we haven't played great Big Ten teams. We've been playing against second and third string quarterbacks. That's the line. Yep. Of course, we're playing with our second string quarterback. Yep. Um, but we've demolished teams, and the run game's picked up, and they've gotten better throughout the year. So um, it'll be a big test for the Gophers. I think we're five-point or eight-point dogs. I can't remember yep. at all. But um, we haven't played great teams, but it's still – we're still 8-0, and and the team finds a way to win, and the team has improved, and it seems like to be on the, you know, and accelerating the improvement, just like last year, right? Yep. So that's what I'm encouraged by, but it'll be a great test these last four games. Yep, and, so. and what I want to see is now that I think, you know, we keep in mind we are still 8-0, and right? Yep. So we beat everyone on our schedule, so it's, you know, we, Nothing we, didn't, wrong with that. we, we didn't dictate who we you know, played, right, per se. That was all determined long ago before before any of the players had any say with it. We've beaten everyone on our schedule. I think we are playing – we haven't played our best game yet, but I think we're playing really good football on offensive side, on defensive side, and special teams where I think we're ready for this challenge. Either way, I think we've – I think we've gone through all the all the shows and all the practices of everything where I think we're ready for this moment, and I hope we show up. I really do because – Everyone in the country is going to be looking at it with curiosity. They may be peeking at that, you know, yep. the Alabama LSU game, and they may spite us. But I think eventually they're going to want to see the box score of what did Minnesota actually end up doing. Yeah, and yeah, and we'll see what happens. I hope they show up in a big way on Saturday and play well. But it's college football; you'd really never know. But that's what's so impressive about a five and zero start in the Big Ten. Yeah, and just dominating. Yep. that does not happen in the Gopher football era. I mean, we're eight and zero right for the yep. first time in seventy eight years. Yes, yes. So I'm not seventy eight, so I've never seen it before. Yeah. So neither, neither have I. Neither are you. Okay. Nope. nope. Uh, you know, Grandpa probably. My Grandpa's probably seen it. Our, our Grandpas or you know, people out there. There's a few of them around that maybe yep. have seen it, but it, this is special and it's it's gonna be an exciting game. Yep, absolutely. Is this is it safe to say then that this is the biggest game in fifteen years? So in you know in our you know recent memory, fifteen twenty years, is this the biggest game, or is or is this this up there but not it? What what's your thought? It is for sure. I mean, I, I just taking the you know the just the test of talking to people that have no clue that go for football is usually going on. We've always been engaged, but yep. um, people are excited and and talking about college game day. Um, you know, everyone was asking me last week, are we going to get college game day? Obviously we're not, but just the fact that that yes. discussion's happening, yes. the excitement around the program, how we ended last year and this year, um, it is the biggest game. And now I don't think it all hinges on one game. That's what people like to do, right? It's, yep. it's, it's how they perform these next four games will, you know, 
see their momentum going into next year. But this is year three of Fleck, and I mean, last year they finished extremely well when yep. no one saw it coming. They were getting yep. destroyed. And then um, beating, you know, getting the axe for the first time in 14 years. And then this year, yeah, I mean, coming to this, everyone thought they might have a good start. I don't think a lot of people would have picked 8-0. and all, But it was a soft schedule, but they've taken advantage of it, and they've taken advantage but, of it but in which way. In 78 so, years, are you telling me we've yeah. never had a, a schedule this soft, though? You know what I mean? In oh, 78 yeah. years, you can't tell me that we've never had a schedule that hasn't been there, just mathematically, right? I mean, correct. I mean, look at Mason during those good years of Barber yes. and um, Ronnie. We had yep. no defense ever. That was the problem. But we yep. ran the ball, like, yes. amazingly. I mean, but we... We're never... We had South, every, yeah, exactly. Usually there's four cupcakes before yes. the Big Ten season. So our three were not non-conference. We're cupcakes they're a yes. little bit harder than cupcakes i think yes um and then yeah we have our big 10 programs are down that were stacked in the beginning but um yeah i mean some of the nebraska was picked to be in the uh, college football playoff or something by a few people and look <laughs> at them we beat them 34 7 so you just never well know. They, they were picked to win the west i mean right. that, that, that right. was they were picked to win the west in, in many in many sources with that so yeah to to that point we're at least we're at least there you know yeah. what i mean we're, we're doing everything and if you were to look back at the beginning of the year and if you were to ask people hey if the gophers were eight and no what would you think i mean mm-hmm. most people would lose their mind you know what i mean yeah. and in looking forward we're an eight no we're in a position with four games left obviously we see the meat of our schedule even for us to split these next four games and go ten and two if you were asked that same question at the beginning yeah. of the year hey would you be okay with the ten and two season are you kidding is yeah. that even a question? Of course it is. Ten and two yep. in PJ's third year? Absolutely. So I'm excited. I, I think it should be fun. That Fifteen years ago, to almost to the day, uh, 2004. This is when we had when we had a great start to the season. We were at home to Wisconsin. Mm. That was the debacle with the drop punt. Oh, I saw the, nightmares. Yeah, I saw, and yeah. Block punt. They yeah. recovered in the end zone. They win, and that was kind of the end of it. I was student manager on the sidelines, saw it with my own eyes. Oh. It was it was terrible, but. Um, to say this is the biggest game in 15 years, I, I would extend that probably by even more. Probably, yeah. who knows? But I'm, I'm excited. It should be great. I'll be there. I hope many of our listeners are as well. Yeah. But getting into the game more specifically, uh, Kamal Martin, he is still listed. Our stud NFL prospect, as they still have him listed, linebacker, is still listed as a game-time decision. He was listed as a game-time decision before yeah. the bye week. They mm-hmm. were rumored to have him play uh last week but that never happened obviously they still have him listed as a game time decision which i find quite interesting after two weeks off that he is still a game time yeah, decision what's yeah, what should yeah. we read into that i mean there's a lot of gamemanship there with the depth uh chart and um you know when he went down i thought there's no chance he's coming back i mean it looked bad so i mean i was just you know hopeful after the hearing that he might be a game time decision before before uh, the bye week but yeah, I mean, he's key to the defense. Um, I'd love to see him out there because he's huge. And he was playing his best football. And uh, the guys that filled in, uh, you know, the linebackers last week, Oliver, I think, in sort, uh, number 55. Can't yeah, Martin. Martin, yeah. yeah. Or, or, yeah, yeah. Weird guy. last name. Like, yeah. We all know what it's you're a hyphen, talking it's about. It's a hyphen name. Yes. Um, filled in nicely. But, yeah, I mean, I think that's huge. I mean, I think it's probably – you got – Car- uh, Carter Coughlin out there, Antoine Winfield. The cornerbacks are playing great. Mm-hmm. And that linebacker crew, though, I mean, he is key to it. And 
I hope he's a goal. But even if he is a goal, it's kind of you know hopefully hopefully he's one hundred percent because you got to be against Penn State. So absolutely, that, that's that's my fear is that yeah. if he's not one hundred percent, the speed of Penn State. We haven't seen the speed of Penn State mm-hmm. yet, which will be interesting. If he's not one hundred percent, his speed isn't going. His ninety percent isn't going to match. Penn State's 100%. So yeah. that, that's what has me worried. We really need him in this game. Uh, I know Antoine Winfield will step up, and, and I'm hoping he can offset any any injuries there. But yeah. if if we don't have Kamal starting, I you know that's gonna be that's gonna be worrisome to me. But we'll see how it see how it all plays out. Yeah. What do you what do you think about Tanner Morgan? What do you think his role is in this game, and how important is it? So. Uh, for on Saturday. Yeah. So Tanner, it's kind of funny. You know, he was never a sought after recruit. He obviously came. From Western Michigan, he was a commit to to Fleck at Western Michigan. Just committed to Fleck and just followed him over to Minnesota. Um, he probably, if you were asking me, I don't think if Zan- Zach Anikstead would have stayed healthy, I don't think Tanner Morgan would be starting. That That's just me. I, I really think that Anikstead's arm was better than Tanner's, but goodness gracious, Tanner has been absolutely amazing. I don't, I don't think yeah. anyone could ask for anything more than what he has done for this team. He doesn't have the huge arm, but he's accurate. He makes good decisions. He's a great leader. He's great in the locker room. You really can't ask for more from him. But, however, mm-hmm. if he goes down, your question is if he goes down, yeah. we'd be in trouble. And, you know, I don't want to give us all a heart attack and keep us up on that. But Damn. your next two, your next two, Pete, are Jacob Clark, who's a freshman out of Texas, right, mm-hmm. who's seen two drives all year. Cole Kramer out of Eden Prayer, who is also a freshman, who's seen a total of two drives this year. And Zach Anikstead, we haven't heard a word where his status is at. I, yeah. I don't foresee him coming back. He has really no reason to come back. But if Tanner, let's knock on wood yeah. right now, yeah. that he gets hurt, yeah. who are we going to and how much trouble are we in? I think, personally, that could be yeah. the end. I mean, yeah. at no other position are we that. that thin. Yeah, I mean, I mean you look at running no backs. No other position. Yeah, I mean, running backs were good. Wide receiver, great depth. Next man up. Um, yeah, I mean, really offensively, you got six linemen that can play the five spots. Absolutely, a lot of tight end depth. Uh, but Tanner's been durable, and yep. he's been clutch, and he's a gamer. And uh, yep. just looking forward to. Uh, that is a thin position, though, and of yep. course they thought they had two coming in with two in the wings, you know, and and Flex done a good job of building depth. I love that, but yep. you know sometimes you can't go to your, you know, Tanner's your number two, like you said, um, and then when every time you go any program that goes number three or four, uh, that's gonna be tough. But I don't think we'll have to worry about that. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that. So yes, well let's let's hope that discussion never comes up. And Tanner, if you're listening. You've been awesome, and you just keep doing whatever the heck yeah. you're doing because it's been it's been fun keep watching. Being a gamer, that's Man, right. He's fun to watch. He yeah. is clutch and efficient with what he does. Yes, sure. absolutely. Let's get into the obvious elephant in the room: thoughts on Flex contract and still continued rumors of him leaving. Uh, just because he signed, it doesn't stop people from talking about him leaving. So uh, let's let's look at it here. I'm going to gain your thoughts. Let me let me give the quick rundown here. So 4.6 million uh, per year puts him here through 2026. So a seven year deal that puts him in seventh still seventh in the Big Ten uh, behind behind many. Your thoughts 
on that quickly before yeah. I know there's a ton yeah. to go into there, uh, but just your initial thoughts on on that. Well, first of all, whoever I was looking at this list, uh, how PJ Flex number seven, and I said Jeff Brown is number two at six point six million. At what six point six million? Six point six. So whoever, how many wins? How many wins? Well, whoever his agent is, he deserves a raise. Yes, um, I think they have like, three wins. That's like two million. If I did my math correctly, that's like two million a win. Yeah, I mean, you see Harbaugh on top and James Franklin Franklin and Nebraska, Scott Frost, number five. That all makes sense, but they Correct. have Purdue up there. It's amazing. So, uh, you know, one of my favorite things about the Twin Cities media around Gophers and one of the reasons we have this podcast is I love how it's, you know, PJ, you know, he, he's easy to hate, right? Yeah. Because he's just optimistic. He's Mr. Yep. You know, salesy, but he, he's got some coaching chops. He picks great coaches. Kirk Sharaka, Joe Rossi. I mean, he knows what he's doing and he knows how to recruit and he knows how, you know, he knows how to build depth and he knows how to coach. And I think, you know, the first thing is, you know, gophers aren't good, aren't good. And then we get the eight and all. And I, I joke with you about this all the time is that, well, now we're talking about the coach leaving. It's yes, like, I know, which of course is an agent probably putting it somewhere. And yes, by the way, if he's locked in now for at least another year, yep. there's buyouts and stuff, but um, you know, I don't think, I don't really worry about that too much because if he's that good and he gets recruited away, that's life. Yes. But it's funny how the narrative changes from gophers are terrible. Instead of talking about how good we are, we're already worried about yes. Fleck leaving. It drives me nuts, of yes. course, as you know, because yes. I'm like, I'm not worried about that right now yep. because, and I think the talking heads to some of the media that that's what they love to focus on because they like to dig the gopher football program, yep. but he has built something really special. Um, I think with some depth and um, I'm not worried about him leaving. He might at some point, I can't get inside his mind, but he seems committed uh, for now. And I think kudos to Mark Coyle for once again, being ahead of it and getting something done at the perfect time. And um, you know, he deserves it. He deserves to be middle of the pack for sure. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, no. And and it's, it's absolutely, you're dead on with, Twin Cities Media is going to find something. I, I don't know what it is. I would love to talk to, and if there's any Twin Cities Media that are yeah. listening to this, I would love us to reach out at the Gopher guys on Twitter. But whatever it is with the Gophers, they somehow find the negative. I, n- I never see it with the Vikings, but I Correct. feel like we find every crack in the Gopher armor to take us down. I, I'm kind of wondering if we could just enjoy the moment right now. I, that's what I would prefer can, to do. Can, can we enjoy the moment? We are eight. I, I don't know how many times I've said we are eight and no right now. Yeah. This is a good thing. This is great. So yeah. if Fleck, to your point, the reason we're even having this conversation is because of our success, right? The yeah. fact that we are, people are reaching out wanting Fleck or having all these rumors that Fleck is leaving is because we've had great success. So that's yes. a great testament to where our program is at, which is great. So we have to expect this in the future. We have to expect mm-hmm. people knocking on Minnesota's door, trying to get our coach if they see success at our program. That's a good thing, a good right? Thing. So they put the $10 million buyout in year one. So if people really, 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 really wanted Fleck, they're going to have to cop up $10 million. Now, it's not to say that deep pockets of the SEC or even the Pac-12, Pac-10, doesn't mean they don't have that money, but they're going to have to cough up and really be convinced that PJ is their guy. Now, who knows? We'll see how that is, but I don't think, I don't see PJ leaving anytime soon. The biggest one, I'm going to read this quote uh, from WCCO Radio, Chad Hartman, in his interview, um, he was saying to to the uh, media there, I expect to be here a long time. When he left Western Michigan, Heather said, 
the next career stop needed to be a long-term commitment. She looked at me and said, listen, when we move there, the next job that is, we're going to live there. We're going to live there a long time, build a lot of roots. So he's, he's said, and if you listen to any of his pressers with it, he has very much said that he wants to be here a long time. I don't think he would go into that much detail mm-hmm. if he foresaw himself leaving in a year or two or three because he just will look really 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 bad yeah. is is my is my yeah. thought i it's more by listening to his pressers that i'm convinced i think he's actually going to stay yeah. now how, how long is he gonna be here for 20 years i don't, I don't who knows who knows I mean, it, but it, i think he'll be here for the next five is what i think yeah. but who yeah. knows well i pulled up his opening press conference last night when i heard about this because i first of all he looks like he's aged 10 years i know three years i know i mean that I think the guy puts in a, a a lot of time and effort and stress on making. Did you see him sprint down the sideline? Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, true. Goodness, that's true. And he, and you know, the first thing he said in his press conference is Skyima, which I can't, loyal Gopher fans know all about it, but the general public had no clue. Yeah, and so he's very good for this program. Of course, I don't. I hope he stays for a long time. Yeah, but it's college football, and there's a lot of money involved, and this stuff. You gotta just kind of. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, it's good to probably have the people once in, but he seems like a guy to me when he says opening press conferences and he says this multiple times, he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. He has a crack on his shoulder yep. and his kids, you know, he, the Tanner Morgans, all these people are kind of, you know, the same culture with yep. these kids, which I love, whether it's in sports or business or whatever, someone that has something to prove. Yep. And he's the kind of guy that likes a challenge and Minnesota has not been relevant at a national stage in quite some while for football. Yep. So we'll see. You know, if he stays here for a long time, but the way he's marketed in Minnesota, I think is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, the tradi- bringing the traditions and the older fans along with the millennials. Like I said, and there's people that my wife's commenting on the like, uniforms and people are, right, you know, get all excited about that. But it works to get the person that's not in the football, which is the name of the game. Yeah. With college attendance or you know football attendance declining yeah and the gopher has a very older fan base and you need to get millennials and younger people and he's the perfect guy for that and for recruiting and i i hope we can mark Coyle can continue to work with him you're gonna have to give him more money every year yeah and he's not dumb he's not gonna lock in long term he's gonna keep his options yep. open because every time he talks about usc and the twin cities market oh absolutely talks about it yep. it's another race i mean look at that's the reason jeff brown got his 6.6 million he was talked there you know so this is a ploy yes and uh, good for them and he got more money and i yep. hope we can keep him so that's my rant so if we so let's say for instance i'm yeah. not saying this is going to happen let me, let me make myself very clear i don't Here we think go. this is going to happen so i'm setting this <laughs> up but let's say for instance we have four games left right yeah let's say we only because the i would say knock on one the only for sure for sure win out of this is the northwestern they're That's they're turning into a dumpster fire right now yeah. which is crazy I, I love pat fitzgerald but that's got to be a win, right? So yeah. that's a for sure. So put us at nine wins, right? Let's say we lose Penn State, we lose at Iowa, which is not a gimme at all, and then we lose at home years. to Wisconsin, yeah. right? That's a very realistic scenario. We go nine and three, right? And yeah. so at that point, I don't think we could, I think, depending on what Wisconsin and Iowa do, I don't think we would go to the Big Ten championship game. So we go nine and three, right? Yeah. How does your view of PJ in his, whether this is a successful season or does that change whether PJ is still your guy? Because now he just, you know, yeah. we, we had sites of 10 and two or 11 and one or big well, 10 championship win in the West, but now we're nine and three. But if you would ask at the beginning of the year, would you be happy with a nine win season? 
I'm fine with that. You probably would have said, yeah. So does this change your view? Would it change your view if we only won nine games? We go one and three, the last four. Is PJ still your guy? Yeah, hands down. That yes. means we're probably in, like we went to Orlando and Jerry Kill and David yep, the Cobb, Citrus Bowl, Citrus Bowl yeah. again. Yes. Similar season. Yes. It'd be a little, a little bit of a buzz kill because yes. football, everyone loves to live in the present. That's what yes. makes it so great. Um, but no, that would not concern me at all. We're going to be underdogs in probably all three of those games. Yes. Um, no, because I think I mean who are you? Who are you? Um, who's leaving next year? I mean. Yeah, you got Carter Coughlin, um, couple court, you know, a couple running backs have been here forever. Yes, but it's still a young team. Yes, it's still building a strong foundation culture. You haven't heard any problems. They're doing the best in the classroom. Yep. He's a salesperson for the entire university, which I absolutely love. He yes. dresses up in goalie costumes. Yes, I think that's so wise, so smart with the social media uh, environment. So he is my guy because he he's your guy. He's my guy for even if they went one and three. That's my personal take because he's yeah. nine and three. That's a great year. Yeah, it, you know it would be kind of if you look at the you know the most recent stuff that happened, people would be upset about that. But yeah, I'm hoping we go three and one in those games. But yeah, yeah. If your question, your hypothetical, yeah, is I'd still be a PJ Fleck guy. Yeah, and then there'd be less people clamoring at him. So and yeah. then next year you hopefully build on it. So that's that's my thought. What so, would you would you change just by losing a few? No, I, I, I think the biggest job, the biggest responsibility as a college football or a college basketball crew, 100% is recruiting. And yep. he's a recruiter. And yeah. as you mentioned, he, he doesn't, sometimes he annoys the older fan base, but you know what? We're not, we're not recruiting a 65 year old male or a 62 year old female. Correct. We're recruiting 17 and 18 year old men. That's, that's who he's going after. And so he's targeted that market. And yep. he does all the stuff that they really like and are excited about. So as long as he keeps recruiting, I think mm-hmm. he's going to have a successful program because, you know, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken, you know what? So yeah. we have to recruit the guys. And he's a recruiter. He's getting guys that we have never seen before yep. come up to Minnesota Correct. in the cold. And as long as he can keep recruiting, I think we need to stand behind him, give him a shot to keep plugging away. And I think the recruits that are in Minnesota – We'll stay in Minnesota, and I think we just keep expanding from there, and I, I think we could see good success down the road. Yeah, yeah, and that's why social media is so powerful because, I mean, you know, he shows Rashad Bateman skiing behind his boat on whatever lake he's yes. on. Yes, I mean, I think people in the south don't even think there is a summer here. Yes. You know, right? So, yes. I mean – in, ice, ice, twelve months out of the year. That's right. So I mean, yeah, I think uh, I think he's been very, very good for the program. Glad to see he's locked up for at least a you know a year or a year and a half, and we'll see where it goes. And really, keeping Kirk Sharaka is probably the second most important thing. Um, I think PJ Fleck could replace him, but he's been on the you know been recruited already because look how efficient the offense is, and pulling him away will be would be pretty detrimental to the program. So yep. I hope we in this uh, negotiation, he got about a million bucks, I think, for the assistance yep. for raises. And I hope, uh, I think PJ Fleck knows that's important to his success. And that's why he's a good manager of the program. So um, keeping those guys around and happy are important too. Absolutely. Very good. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for today. We will be back next week to break down the Penn State game. I hope everyone is watching, like I said, 11 a.m. tip or kickoff, excuse me on Saturday. Make sure you're watching ABC. So we're actually getting some good coverage there. I hope that helps recruiting. I hope it gives us a little respect for crying out loud. And then we will uh, also be previewing the Iowa game, which that is at Iowa. So two huge games ahead. Who knows when we're back this time next week, this, this game means a ton. So 
who who knows uh, who knows where we go from here, but I'm excited to watch. So, very good, Skyima, go Gophers, go get them.